episode 28 of Soren Pair, Why Not Together? Hi, everybody. Hello. And remember, Soaring Pair is soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. So, welcome to our lair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to be talking about what to do when life sucks. What? Yeah. Life sucks? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we all have a bad day or a bad week, sometimes longer, hopefully not. But how to get through it and, you know, what to do when you find yourself in that position. Some would argue that 2020 has kind of sucked. Right? <laughs> yeah. Some, it's really sucked for some people more than others. I mean, if you're in California and there's fires or you're in the Gulf Coast and there's floods and hurricanes mm -hmm. and mix in the pandemic. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, yeah. It's been a strange year. Yeah, I think, you know, a little bit of help wherever we can get it and just those reminders of, you know, how to get through the things that we all face and how to, you know, just what different tools that you can grab. Right. And it's not always a major disaster, right, that right. makes, you know, I mean, th that is really, you know, when, when you step back and look at, you know, what's going on in the world and climate change and, and all that kind of stuff and the divide with politics and everything else, you're like, oh, you get overwhelmed, right? Yeah, it can get to be a lot. But yeah. to me, I think what we're talking about is just dealing with the everyday, um, right. you know, approach. Right. And some days you just feel like the moment you get up, nothing is going right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, you can kind of get stuck in that too. You mm -hmm. know, you, you know, the... It seems like no matter what you do, any way you turn, you keep hitting that brick wall, and then it just builds. Yeah. I stubbed my toe. I, you know, spilled my coffee. Broke my coffee pot. Yeah. That's quite specific, isn't it? <laughs> I was kind of looking over at her. <laughs> she is so funny because she's the only person I know that can load up like a coffee cup and like 10 things in her arm and a book and a computer. And I, I think, I think all she needs is one of those things on top of her head to carry, to like carry everything. But that's actually, <laughs> but yeah, it's always a little precarious. I'm trying to, you gotta, you gotta explain. I'm trying to reduce the trips up and down the stairs. My office is upstairs. And so, yes, that's why. Um, and generally in the evening when she's coming downstairs, I would advise not to be at the bottom of the stairs because there will be flying pillows yeah. that, you know, may or may not hit the husband or the dog. Yeah. Sometimes I throw them over. Sometimes <laughs> I just kind of kick them down. <laughs> so I know we, we got a little off subject, but, <laughs> um, but really it's, it's about dealing with, um, those irritating things that happen, you know, um, the driver that cuts you off, um, the, the Starbucks person that gets your drink wrong. Well, yeah, you know, you know maybe the things that are just everyday occurrences that normally you'd be like, whatever, <laughs> on those days, it just feels like it's a bigger deal, right? It is, it is. And I think, you know, maintaining a positive attitude 
or at least trying to get back to that <laughs> when you're just pissed. You know, I mean, that that's part of what we're what we want to talk about and in, in kind of what we do, um, what we try to do together and separately. But, but also that long time, that long term burn of, ugh, you know, the heaviness that can yeah. that can weigh on you when, you know, stress basically starts to overtake yeah. everything. The whole know? weight of the world syndrome. Here we go again. Right. Yeah. You know, I have felt that. I think a lot of people have felt that you know, everybody's job has changed. You know, some people right. are working from home now. Some people, you know, have changed the rules in their business to accommodate everything. Yeah. And that's a lot of stress. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Anytime there's change, um, you know, yeah. some of the stress is the you stress, which is the good stress. And then some of it just isn't. It's the you stress and the me stress. <laughs> the you right? and the me. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. Yeah. She she set me up, <laughs> but she she said the you stress is good. So I don't know if you were talking about me or you. Moving or... right along. <laughs> that was getting stressful. Yeah, you're stressing me out. <laughs> so how do we handle how 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 do we handle the ups and downs of life? Because to me, it's not if it's just it's gonna happen. It's Some fine. days are gonna be worse than. Yeah, it's when. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So we have a few things that we have an idea about. And if you want to weigh in, certainly you can you can comment on, on the podcast or on our YouTube channel. Yeah. And let us know how you deal with stress. Um, We're always open to new ideas. That's for sure. Yes. I remember somebody said, you know, get a punching bag and hang it from your room and just boom, 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 boom. That's not necessarily my go-to. Right. Um, what before we get into some of our strategies, what do what do you do? And then I'll talk about what I do. What do you do? What's like a go to thing that you do when you're having a bad day? I like to read. Um, I also like to meditate. Um, and sometimes I just like to, you know, work with my plants or cook. It's very grounding for me. Right. You know, just you know, after I've screamed. <laughs> You know, you got to release, and then it's like, okay, to get back to grounding, it's those are very grounding for me, and I enjoy them. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned screamed because one of the things, I'm not glad, but uh, well, the point I'm trying to make when I'm listening to you is you let it out. You know, so some people internalize, you let that frustration out. I do. And I know when that's happening, you're not. <laughs> My life is not in danger. <laughs> not directly, maybe peripherally. <laughs> I do step out of the... The zone. Yes, the splash zone, as I call it. No, but you... What, one of the things I actually really like about you, all joking aside, is that, and I've learned from you, is that you're like... Rah! You know, you sort of... It's almost like the animal kingdom. Rah! Patting your chest. Rah! It feels good. I think it feels really good because it's just like, you know, I don't want to be biting at you or snarking at the dog or, you know, whatever. I just, it helps to just let out that tribal yell. And once the yelling is over. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not then, directed at anybody. I'm no. just, Rah! and then it feels good. But that's taught me how to, it's not always a bad thing. I mean, I think right. that's why. 
um, you know, I, th I think that's why all these things are in place to help us, you know, release, let that, exactly. let that go, let that, exactly. you know, you can't undo the anger you're feeling at the moment or the frustration or the, you know, whatever you want to call that emotion. You just right. can't magically say, oh, I'm going to be fine now, <laughs> you know, or, oh, I, let me just think a positive thought, right. you know, no, I mean, please. that's just not, now I'm really going to yell. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, and you know, the whole tribal yell may not work for everybody. We all have to find what works for us, but um, yeah. But I, you know, to feel that kind of openness and to, to be able to release that, I think, um, because I, what, what I can honestly say is that you don't hold on to things. It doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't like fester in you and it doesn't like, boil over um, rarely I mean there's been a few things but oh, usually we, we we you know once we talk it out mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and with me I tend to go on the you know let it simmer yeah the slow burn yes yeah. and so it's helped me sort of I don't know if I'm quite the tribal yeller but um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm old yeller but I'm not the tribal <laughs> yeller um, but it, it helps me to see that and to say it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to just go, you know, you, you've taught me that the F word is very, very... It's therapeutic. Therapeutic. It is. I, I find it extremely therapeutic. Some, sometimes nothing else suffices than to just let it fly because nothing else fits. And you could use it as an adjective, as a noun, <laughs> as the beginning of the sentence, as the end, or just right before the the thing or person that you're angry at. You know, exactly. f this, f that, f this, f that. Boom. <laughs> That's why it's called the f bomb. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know, I think I learned that it really did help. You know, it's kind of funny. You yeah. know, I. I um, was always told that, you know, swearing is bad. And, and I, I, there's times that you should be respectful. Absolutely. But there are times where swearing is uh, absolutely appropriate. <laughs> there's times it's very freeing. Yeah, exactly. I agree. You know, yes. you're not going go to go into church and start throwing up, up bombs. But, yeah. Unless you disagree with the, the priest or the Depends or on the where pastor. you go to church, I guess, right? <laughs> No, so all those things that that's helped me. So, um, yeah. So I kind of asked you. So I'll I'll say you know when I'm stressed, yeah. I roll into a little fetal position ball and just Whippers. shake. No, um, <laughs> help me like help the fly. Me. Help me. <laughs> um, no, I. I mean, this is going to be obvious for people that know me. Playing the piano right. is huge. Right. Um, or listening to music, mm -hmm. you know, or just drive, sometimes just driving. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the driving. Um, I have I some awesome conversations with myself in the car. Do you? Or, or I will put this little invisible pulpit up there and not necessarily preach, but just be like, this is what's going on. This is what I'm working. This is what I'm feeling. And I, and I just have, I, sometimes I'm like, man, I should have recorded that. That was good. Yeah. But it, it feels good just to let 
stuff come out. I think when, um, you know, when you're alone kind of in your space and you can just sort of let come out what needs to. Mm-hmm. Good. You That's know? great. So I think that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I will write it out, too. Yes. You know, um, I've been known to do a burn and release. Right. Right. And maybe we can explain that. So this is some of the strategies that we we've kind of drawn from ourselves and also from what we've worked on and done because stress continues to happen, you know, right. and it's not, and it's all about how we deal with it individually and as a couple, because I think a, a healthy couple is one that says, yes, the stress is here. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about that elephant in the room. Yeah, that let's is not really pretend bomb. this isn't happening. I mean, that's just burying things, burying the obvious, right? And I think on a regular basis, you and I have that in one way or another. Let's, this is really bothering me. Let's just, let's talk about it. Right. And we're very fortunate that we're, we're able to sort of, you know, feel comfortable enough. Like I just mentioned in my own car, I, I feel the same with you. I'm like, okay, I can't stand anymore. Blah. Mm-hmm. This, this is, this is bothering me. I don't know why work is just, you know, weighing on me so heavy. I don't know why. I don't know how to let it go. Yeah. Right. I'm just, yeah. Some days it's, how do I let this go? Or we'll spot it on each other sometimes. Like, okay, what's going on with you? Nothing. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. What's really going on? Mm-hmm. And we'll dig it out for each other and help each other kind of come to terms so that we can let it go. Right. I think we should market that emotional spot remover from your partner. <laughs> <laughs> It's not done yet. <laughs> Let's remove that wax spot. Off, wax off. Oh, that's go. something else. Yeah. yeah no, no. That's... <laughs> yeah, but still, I like that idea. That, that's good. Um, so yeah, it's it's true. I think we we kind of have that. But talk about the burn and release. So we'll talk about some strategies that we've tried okay. over over the years and some that we maybe well, could do better. A at. lot of people might be familiar with this, but um, a burn and release is, you know, just sitting down and journaling, uh, writing out, your, it's just a letter to yourself or, you know, yeah, just a letter to yourself, just writing it out, whatever it is that you're going through, letting it just flow through. And it's not for anybody to see or read, um, unless you want to read it again. But I don't usually even read it again. It's just getting it out and then I'll take it outside and burn it. And it's just symbolic and therapeutic about just letting it go. It goes up in smoke and it feels good. Right. And something that we started New Year's Eve several years ago in terms of letting the year go and then also using that strategy with these are the goals I have or this is what we want to do this coming Setting your intentions. Yeah. You know, going out to our fire pit and out in the, you know, I think we did it this last year in Patagonia where it was really cold. It was like 32 degrees outside. <laughs> yes, it was. But we, we went out there and bundled up Every and, year. and did that burn and it felt good, but you don't have to wait for New Year's. It can be something when you need to, to release stress, right? Right, right. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a safe place because, you know, it's not like you have to worry about anybody reading it or you know hurting anybody's feelings getting these things out it's not meant for that it's meant for just you therapeutically getting it out and letting it go 
Yeah, we've talked about it before, like, a, you know, we talked about emotions like a, a pressure cooker. So unless there's a valve to release it, mm-hmm. you'd rather release it this way than release it with... Um, at someone. Yes, either at somebody or with a health event. Right, it, exactly. You know, because sometimes, is... you know, you're, you can only take so much. Mm-hmm. Your blood pressure goes up and all that. Um but some other some other strategies. So that's one strategy that we've used. Another one is breathing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and of course, we all breathe, right? <laughs> so. Great idea, Jim. <laughs> so my advice is keep breathing. Keep breathing. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so, well, what kind of breathing are we talking about? Um, there's a breathing technique um, that we learned. I, I don't remember who. We heard this from, but um, it's called the four, seven. seven, eight technique. And what that is is when you take the deep belly breath, you're filling your whole trunk up to the shoulders, and you take this deep belly breath all the way in, and then you hold it for seven seconds, and you're releasing for eight. So four seconds to breathe it in. Yes, four seconds to breathe it in, in through the nose, out through the mouth. So it's, and then you hold it for seven, and then you're exhaling longer, so it's for eight. So it's really letting it all out. And you do that three times. You get a little lightheaded, everything feels tingly, and you just feel better, and you're clearer. You end up with a clearer head. So let me ask the nurse in you. What does that do physiologically to your body when you when you start well, breathing? You're getting rid of a lot of you know the CO2. You're just you're you're breathing out. You're getting a nice fresh dose of oxygen, and you're just oxygenating everything and kicking it in. Right, because I think when stress happens, we tend to we talk about belly breath, so that's actually pushing the belly out, right? Right, and I always what I I'm very visual. So I, when I take a deep breath in, I try to visualize my belly button touching the spine. So it's, you know. Only you. <laughs> I know. Oh well, it's a good description. It's, you know, so that you're actually using the diaphragm. Right. Because right. a lot of people don't breathe correctly. Well, and what happens, I think, and I found myself doing this, when we get stressed, we breathe, you know, shallow, shallow with our chest. And, and actually, when we're really, really stressed, we hold our breath, don't we? Yes, or in pain. And a lot of people don't realize that pain can be relieved by simply breathing correctly. Because when you're in pain, like when you broke your ankle, I guarantee you, you were not breathing deep. No. Yeah. No, and I was using plenty of expletives, too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's another story. <laughs> That's another story. But, um, I think we should tell it. I think we have. Haven't you? Oh. Well, for those of you that didn't hear in an earlier episode. Okay. Go for it. I just think it's worth repeating because it's such a great story. So, you know, I live with this very experienced RN nurse who is there to save lives and help people. Yes. And we're on our last day of our bed and breakfast um, adventure, getting ready to go see Karchner Cavern Zoom. So they're in Arizona. And Sandy and I have cleaned up the bed and breakfast we spent four days in. I loaded everything in the car and I grabbed the keys and I go outside and she's inside just finishing up, making sure we didn't leave anything. 
Um, I have hiking boots on. I slip on this one piece of railroad tie that had a little ice on it. I hit the ground very hard. I ended up breaking my ankle, right? So I'm on the ground writhing in pain. Sounds are coming out of me that I've probably I'm never... I'm already giggling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I know. Sounds are coming out of me that have never come out of my mouth because I, I never broke a bone. And, oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's coming out. So I get up on my knees because I can't stand up. And I crawl toward the window. And there's a little ledge there. And I sit right by the window. And I'm moaning. <laughs> in the... Like this. <laughs> So she's in that. She's laughing, okay? She's laughing because she thinks the sounds I'm making are the old couple next door having morning sex. Eight o'clock in the morning. It, <laughs> so it sounded pretty wild. You she never, to... she never came out. I had to hop to the door. I'm like Jim, you gotta hear this right on. <laughs> and I showed her the ankle, and then of course she went into nurse mode. But I always have to give her a hard time about that. Yeah. Needless to say squirrel i was not breathing <laughs> i was not breathing deeply honestly what helped me with that um after you know we took my boot off and had to drive almost two hours to the emergency room because we were in the middle of nowhere was staying calm yeah. and interjecting laughter wherever i could mm -hmm. um and when we got to the emergency room i had to wait in like another half hour or 45 minutes yeah, yeah. yeah so um they didn't think I had done anything but sprain my ankle. Because you were calm. Right. He was so calm that they really, the nurse practitioner that came out, she looked at me and I said, I something's wrong. You know, I knew something was wrong. But um, she thought it was a bad sprain. Right. And she came back, I'll never forget. And she came back and she told me, she said, you have like one of the worst fractures anyone could have in their ankle, spiral trimalleolar fracture. And she said, I've only met one other in my whole history, one other person who was as calm as you or he, basically he walked on it for a couple yeah, days. And I didn't do that. <laughs> I can't imagine. But anyway, yeah. The point being, and I'm not trying to sit here and pat myself on the back, but that it just like, okay, I couldn't unbreak my ankle. So I had to literally just go into what can I do now? That's you a know? great that's a great example of what we're talking about though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should pat your you did really well. Thank you. Yeah. I had a great nurse by my side, by the way. She made up for it. <clears throat> you know, I she was working at home. I was home for two months and she was there every step of the way. So well, kudos it's a good to thing you. I was working from home because I was able to be here for him. Right. Right. <laughs> um Give us some more examples. So, okay, let's talk about mindfulness or meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that both of us do um, almost on a daily basis. I would mm -hmm. say lately I've been on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and why is it so helpful? Because it helps to, for me personally, it, it helps me to release anything you know as i go into meditation um these little thoughts come along and i just push them out of the way and i go back to center and it's really about clearing your mind of all the busyness that kind of weighs you down um and just 
relaxing. It slows your heart rate. It deepens your breathing. It just kind of helps you, you do the whole body relaxation. There's scientific, you know, um, um, proof or studies behind that. For me, it's just a matter of not allowing the mind to run away with control. Just, right. You know, because I think sometimes we, oh, I know a lot of us overthink, over, we're worried too much about the future. We're freaking out about the past or, mm -hmm. you know, what are we going to do? And I think a lot of times you're, you're better equipped to be a problem solver if you're in a calm state. Yes, yes. And even if you're not one to <clears throat> meditate, a lot of people say, oh, I can't, I can't quiet the mind long enough. It's okay. Um, because it does take practice. And as those thoughts come in, because they do and they will, just what I do is I kind of picture them like little clouds and I'll just bump them. I bump them out. Right. It usually, t if I haven't meditated, it's interesting, if I haven't meditated in a while, it'll take me 10 or 15 minutes to for reach me that point. To finally, you know, I almost feel like I just sink down a little bit. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yes. It's like you hit that sweet spot. Um, if I do it on a more regular basis, I get to that sweet spot sooner. So it's just really training the mind and the body to just relax. And, and so people do meditative things if they don't literally meditate, you know, like fishing is meditative or right. reading. Active meditation. Be. I used to do a, a, a walking meditation in the woods. Right. Um, when I lived near the woods, I, I would go out into the woods every day and walk and it was my walking meditation. It was very conscious and grounding and just that's where I let everything go. Well, and so. gro grounding is another strategy. Let's talk about that for a minute. So mm -hmm. why is grounding important to help deal with when life sucks, when stress is happening? Well, because, you know, your mind is out here, like you talked about on all these little busy details of your day, and we, they tend to get heavier and heavier if you just get grounded and very conscious it helps you to let all that go and just be very present in whatever it is you're doing um, that's why I find cooking and working with my plants very grounding getting my hands in the soil or in the you know ingredients of, of a dish and I'm very conscious and that's what I'm thinking of I'm not thinking of the laundry or work or everything else I try to just focus on what I'm doing at the moment well and something that really helps me I, usually when I'm really stressed or, or thinking about something I'll do chores yeah, you know? I like yeah the... that's the way I always know something's on his mind when he starts deep cleaning yeah it just not I, that I mind just, yeah I was gonna say yeah. But I mean, so whether I'm outdoors or indoors, but just keeping my hands busy and, and you know, just... Um, That's know. kind of the flip side of what I was talking about. That's a good way to, for you to work it out, mm -hmm. whereas it's a good place for me to leave it. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Exactly. Just like we, we, we kind of roll. Um, so grounding, a meditation, although, again, you don't have to be a own meditator. It could be something very right. meditative some people you know a bath oh yeah Sorry, the queen of baths no it's that's true no taking a salt bath putting a little bit of uh, epsom salt and you know oil lighting a candle just you know having a very relaxing 
bath, the salts help to really balance your body too. Um, and speaking of grounding, so any kind of exercise, which we really need to get back to. <laughs> we, oh, not that exercise. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of exercise is also That's very grounding too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but I mean, just a walking or some people do yoga. You and I have tried um, Qigong, mm-hmm. you know, so again, it's all tying together. It's like taking you out of the stress and bringing you back into what you're doing at the moment, you know, with yoga or whatever, um, or with walking, you've got to pay attention. You can't just, you know, look around. Right. Um, you have to focus on what you're doing. You look at the scenery, you're with the person, you're walking the dog, you're paying attention to your steps. And I think that all helps kind of bring you back to right this moment where mm-hmm. you are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and you're right. We do need to exercise. Now that it's cooling down, I want to start walking. Well, yeah, we were swimming in the pool, but now the pool's too cold. Yeah. Still too warm, so we're just yeah. we're sitting way too much. <laughs> let's just be really let's are. just be honest. And you know, that's not good for the it's not know, good for anything. For the body and aches and the pains. Um, a couple other things I think want to mention here before we wrap it up. One of them is learning to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, especially with the people pleaser, that I'm a recovering people pleaser, you just want to say yes to everything. But if you put too much on your plate, yeah, then, then yeah. you're stressing yourself out. You have control over that. Yeah. Setting those solid boundaries for yourself, I think is really important. And it frees you up emotionally and physically. You yeah. Know, gives you that personal space and power. Right. Right. You don't have to say yes to everything anyway. (laughs) Well, yeah, and I've learned that from you. I mean, I have no problem saying no, especially to me. (laughs) She really, I think she likes saying no to me, but that's just between me and you guys. Yeah, she makes the whip sound. Um, (laughs) um, Another one is if you have a lot of things to do, stop procrastinating. You know, taking small steps. Yeah, I'm not um, real good at that. Yeah, yeah, I need to stop. And I've seen you make to-do lists. To I do way you. better if I have them. If I don't have a to-do list, I kind of bounce around. And so it helps keep me on task. Right. And I don't mean to procrastinate. I just have so many good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and I think a big thing for me, at least that I'm, I'm thinking of, is just, I think that self-imposed expectations. I, you know, I think all of us do. I want to, like, you know, whatever, accomplish this great thing in the world, whatever it may be with music or something else. I want to, you know, and have these, there's nothing wrong with having goals, but I think having these, I would call them unrealistic expectations where I end up putting a lot of pressure on myself, mm-hmm. you know, that almost perfectionistic. Yeah. It's like you want to be driven and you want to do your best, but at the end of the day, things happen. Like we were talking about stress happens. It's messy. It's not as like the movies, you know, it's not right as, right. as easy and clean. Mm-hmm. And I think releasing those sort of self-imposed, Oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. That mm-hmm. I think we do to ourselves. 
So starting with a realistic goal and then having a list to attain that goal. Right. 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 And then when you attain it, then you can go higher. Right. But instead of going, oh, I just, you know. Nothing wrong with shooting for the stars. Just got to get there by piecemeal. Right. Right. And don't be stressed out if you hit the moon. I mean, unless you hit the moon. Right. You know. <laughs> Good point. I like that. So, the moon is perfectly fine. It's yeah. it's close by. Um, so we have. Um, oh, and one other thing you kind of mentioned it before, but let's just mention it before we. Um, aromatherapy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really does help the body, doesn't yes, it? Certainly, it does. And this is something I also offer with my work, but um, I do it every day in my office. I have the diffuser going and I'll put different scents in there for different things I'm working on. If I'm feeling very stressed, then I'll do a little bit of peppermint and lavender and mm -hmm. it just helps clear the head. Rosemary is great for memory. Um, orange oil, just, it depends, you know, you can, there's all kinds of information online. You can use whatever it is that you're looking for, and it, it really helps to relax you and set a different tone. Right. And right. You can put it in your bath, too, or on your pillow. Yeah, so essential oils or diffusers or candles. Right. Um, you know, use, engage the sense of smell to kind of help. Again, that's another way exactly. to, to calm, yeah. cool it's your engaging. jets. Cool your jets, exactly. It's a great way to engage all the senses, you know, uh, as many ways as you can to create that space for yourself is huge. It is huge. And another thing, too, I think you and I try to practice is gratitude. You know, instead of, you know, looking at that glass half empty, be grateful for, you know, okay, I'm stressing out my job. I have a job. I have a job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I get to work from home. I Yeah. I right. get to work with people. Yeah. So it's always kind of stepping back and going, yes, these things are bothering me, but yeah, sometimes you have to just say, I'm alive, I'm breathing, you right. know, at right. least I'm alive. Yeah, making the, and making a list, you know, like we talked about before, you can make a list of what it is you're grateful for. And I think, you know, at work, we do something called the mood elevator, seeing where you are on the mood elevator. And I actually have little notes around my, um, computer to remind me to you know not that we should need reminding but it's good to see that when you're having that moment what are you grateful for today mm -hmm. you know and just even listing a few of those to yourself or bringing yourself back to what am i grateful for today can reset your day yes yeah and my favorite thing cuddling me too um but yes, the affection, the cuddling that we have, we're, we're both very affectionate. Mm -hmm. um, spending time together, not just on our phones, but like playing a game together, you right. know, interacting together. Yes, it's yes. It's huge. Yeah, and just having that person, even one person, whether it be your partner, um, a friend, one of your children, just something that you're engaging with another human being to pull yourself out of that moment. Yes, absolutely. So we have a quote here that we found. I think you found, but I like it. It says, allow yourself to be proud of yourself and all the progress you've made 
especially the progress no one else has seen. Yeah, because that's really where it matters in in here. Right, and 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 I think a lot of times we're always trying to get to the end goal. Stop where you are and go, huh? Isn't this interesting? Yeah, where I am right now. Nothing wrong with that. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of pat on the back. Yeah. Right, right. So we hope this has been helpful for you. Um, These are some of the things that we do um, when life sucks, which... Sometimes it does. Yes, sometimes it does. Many times it does. <laughs> yes. But um, hopefully this has been helpful to you, and, and we want to remind you to subscribe to us, to give us comments, give us your feedback about this episode, maybe some things... Strategies that yeah, things you that you do. like to do. Any other ideas? Um, you know, these are a lot of the things we like to do, but we're always looking for new ways to to implement. A absolutely, because we learn from each other for sure. But uh, we're grateful for our podcasters, and we remind them um, we have put ourselves in to be on the Amazon podcast. That hasn't happened Yay. yet, but um, all those great podcast um, apps the Google Podcast, the Spotify, the iTunes, and all the rest of them. Please continue to subscribe and and give us your feedback on Soren Pair on Facebook. We continue to be there as well. So thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great week. We'll see you next see you time. Next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.